Hey guys, welcome to Electronic Dance Money, your number one business resource for making money as electronic musicians and producers. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Electronic Dance Money. I'm your host, Christian Casito. We're going to be hanging out today, talking about some time management stuff. But before we get into that little update, I'm finally moved into the house that my fiance and I bought. Uh, We're extremely excited getting the studio put together, which may or may not be why you hear a slight echo in this room, because it's so damn bare. I'm getting panels actually built this weekend and put up in the studio, so really excited to finally have a studio space and get that, get those panels built, get a nice treated room, measure that room acoustically, and flatline that frequency response and start writing some music, working on some mixing stuff for clients. Going to be a ton of fun, but a lot of all of that has to do with what we're talking about today, which is time management and more so along the lines of like productivity and building a routine and making sure you're sticking to that routine. And this has kind of unfolded over the last probably week or so because we've been in this house for about a week and a half now. And as pretty much all of you know, when you move to a new place, whether it's an apartment, a house or whatever, The first week is chaos. You know, the first three days, you're just trying to get everything out and into the new place, starting to kind of unpack, clean the old place, make sure the new place is clean, try to organize as much as possible, get everything unpacked, get the boxes out and set up your new space, get comfortable in it, figure out where cups are going to go, glasses and, you know, how you want to set up rooms. And so it's, It's very chaotic and it's very, very easy to take your old habits and your old time management stuff and all of the routines you previously built, those can easily get thrown out the window and it's hard to get back in that routine. And I'm honestly speaking to myself within the last week or two, what I've been experiencing because my entire routine has flipped upside down. It's completely different. I'm in a completely different part of town that's much more south of Austin, outside of the city. It's probably about 45 minutes from where I used to live. So getting around is a lot different. Um, And that plays a toll on, you know, time management of how do I get from point A to point B? I know I'm going to be in a lot more traffic. Gas is going to take up a lot more. And I now have a giant yard that I have to take care of each week. Luckily, one of the best things about that, though, with the dog is that I don't necessarily have to walk the dog every single day now. I can take him out into the back backyard, so that saves a little bit of time, but you know that the house is a lot bigger than the apartment, so it takes longer to clean. Maintaining the kitchen so that it's nice and clean after, after we eat, do the dishes, all that stuff, that takes a little bit longer. There's There's certain things that take a bit longer. There's maintenance stuff around the house that we have to do to make sure that everything is staying in shape and and, and that type that takes a lot of time and energy. And so, you know, some things have gotten easier, some have gotten harder, some things take less time, but other things take more time. So, this is where like time management becomes plays a huge role and especially building a new routine. What does this new routine look like? 
Am I getting up earlier? Am I going to sleep earlier? Am I staying up later and waking up earlier? Like there, there's a mixture of things that you have to play around with to figure out what the best routine is for yourself. But in order to do that, you have to be able to properly manage your time. And if you're not properly managing your time, it's hard to find that routine that works the best. Build a strong habit. And, and those, those habits, those healthy habits we've talked about in the past, and especially included with time management habits, those are what get you the most success. Those are what get you from point A to point B with the least friction, as, with the least amount of friction as possible, and get you moving down the path that you want to move towards. So for me, the thing that's really helped with time management habits and building those healthy habits that we're talking about here is not setting necessarily to-do lists for today, but set to-do lists for tomorrow. That's already setting you up for success for the next day. You know what to expect. You can start to organize your schedule and what your day looks like tomorrow. On top of that, you can get an idea of what are your most repetitive tasks that you do every day. So when you're first starting to set some of these to-do lists for tomorrow, don't you know? forget about saying to-do lists for today. Set them for tomorrow. Set out every single thing that you're going to do tomorrow. And do that for a solid week because then you'll get an idea of what are your most repetitive tasks. And you want to take those mo- the most repetitive tasks and build those into some sort of routine. So, you know, I wake up every morning at 7.30. The first thing that I do is I get up, I make a cup of coffee, I go to my desk, and I start working on some sort of learning project that I'm, that I'm building. So right now I'm in doing a lot of software development stuff. So what that includes is pulling up the course that I'm working on and working on that course for about 30 minutes to an hour. And then I start my work day or I'm actually starting to work. Um, whether or not my fiance is in the office, I may feed the animals after I get my cup of coffee, but that stuff is done every single day at the same time in the same manner so that there's no time wasted. I don't have to think about it. I can go into autopilot and I can spend more time and more creative energy on the other problems and the other issues that I may have to tackle throughout the rest of the day. And usually with those those to-do lists that you set for tomorrow, you get a better idea of what your entire day looks like and you can quickly pull that up and see, okay, if you can't remember what's going on, you can take a look and you can start prioritizing some of those things. So the next Part of that is prioritizing that list of stuff that you've created for tomorrow. Now, to the next day, when it is tomorrow, uh, then you can start prioritizing that stuff. You never know how you may feel the next day when you wake up, but you know there there might be certain things that you would rather do over others. Now, I I can completely understand that. And sometimes you do want to move things around. And I think that's appropriate. But I also think it's important not to under-prioritize things that are very important to do, but you just don't want to do the work. You know, if you want to put it off for maybe a day, that's okay, but it needs to get done. Like the more difficult things need to get done because it's going to move the ball much, much faster forward. Um, if you can't get some of those things that you prioritize, you know, like I said, you know, you want to get the more important things done as soon as possible. If those take up all of your time and some of the more little things don't get done that day, just move it to the next to-do list. That's okay to move those things. But those more important things, sometimes you might need to put it off 
to the next day, depending on how you're feeling when you wake up. And that's okay, but they must get done at some point. So build your list for tomorrow, prioritize that list the next day, depending on how you feel and move things to the next day if they don't get done. But don't keep moving it and putting it off over and over again. One of the biggest things about time management and really anything in general, especially when we're talking about music, is discipline. Discipline is everything. If you're not disciplined in your craft, if you're not disciplined in your ability to get things done or your ability to make promises and keep those promises with people, your your credibility, your character, that all lacks and that falls apart. And without that, it's really difficult for you to get anything done. So your discipline needs to be at the forefront of all of this stuff. Discipline is something that's extremely, extremely hard to develop, and it takes years to develop really good discipline, a rigid one where you're you're getting your shit done in a timely manner, and you're working through the stuff that you don't want to get done. You know, there are going to be days where you don't want to wake up. We talked about this when we were, when Mike and I were discussing Marcus Aurelius's meditations. You know, he one of the quotes we talked about in that book is about how difficult it is to get up in the morning. That's that it's tough sometimes. Sometimes you don't want to wake up. You want to hit that snooze alarm. Fuck that. You know, discipline is saying, fuck that. I'm getting up. I'm getting my shit done. It, it might suck in the moment, but in a couple hours, I'll be fine. And looking at things in that way is is how you're going to get this shit done. You know, sometimes I sometimes I'm working throughout the day and I know I have to record a podcast, but I don't want to. But it takes discipline to sit down, get that stuff done, write out my notes, record the podcast, edit that, get it all posted and and out in the world. And building a rigid habit and schedule of when I'm doing those things is how it gets done every time and making sure that I do it even when I don't want to do it. That's how you're going to build that discipline. And that discipline is what's going to take you through to the next level and make you that much more successful. So prioritize that list, build that discipline of creating that list, completing that list, move things if you need to. But once you've worked on that list for about a week or so, like I was saying, you can start turning some of the schedule into a routine. The more repetitive tasks, set a time for when you get the when you do those things and some sort of time schedule. So, you know, like I said, when I wake up, I go get a cup of coffee. I may may or may not feed the animals. Then I go to my desk and start working on educational stuff. That's a routine that I don't need to add on my list because I know I'm just going to do it the next day. It's a habit that I've now built. So look at those things. How can you schedule those some of those specific things into a routine that is a habit you do every single day with your discipline that you don't really have to think about and don't add it to the to-do list and add the more important, more difficult things to that to-do list that you need to do. Um, building habits takes a lot of time. And the only way to build that proper time management habit is to repeat them day in and day out. You have to constantly be working on that stuff. Now, now wrenches will be thrown into the gears every once in a while, so to speak, right? I, I just moved into this new house. My whole world has been flipped upside down. I've been unpacking for the last week, been dealing with internet stuff, uh, been dealing with figuring out how I'm working the yard, learning the entire sprinkler system in here, figuring out how I'm going to organize, how we're going to organize the kitchen, how we're organizing the guest room, figuring out my studio space. How am I going to put panel? Like there's a lot of stuff that needs to get done that takes a lot of time and it kind of fucks up the entire habit and the entire schedule. That's okay. 
the most important part out of that is how you learn and grow from it. How do you develop a new schedule? How right? If I if I'm not taking the dog out for walks as much, well, how am I still making sure that I'm spending time with my dog to continue to build up my relationship with him, get more trust? He enjoys his time with me. He gets his playtime. His mental energy is stimulated. Um, that physical energy is stimulated, and and I'm making sure that he's healthy. Right? I'm not walking anymore, but maybe I'm doing more training in the backyard, playing fetch with him, that sort of stuff. I still need to spend time with him. Even though I don't necessarily have to walk him every single day, I still need to spend time with him. So I need to build that into my schedule somehow. Same with working out and going to jujitsu. A lot of the time I was going at lunchtime. I can still build that in, but how am I going to build that into needing to if I need to get yard work done on Saturdays and I go jujitsu on Saturday mornings, well, that takes up a lot of time. So I have to figure out a new routine. The The most important thing when wrenches are thrown in is how do you figure out a new ske- schedule and how do you take your old schedule and mesh it into the new one as much as possible? Some things will need to be adjusted and that's okay. But again, you really have to go into it with figuring out how you can adapt and turn something that's a bit rough and confusing and difficult to understand and turn it into a new routine that is going to help with your time management. And this is all stuff that is really going to play into how you're actually developing as an artist. And we've talked a ton about this in the past with setting specific days for getting certain things done, right? Not every day should be spent constantly writing music every day. Maybe you want to touch your DAW every day, that's okay, but that doesn't mean you have to ride a track every single day. I'm sure there will be at some point, if you have a very successful career, that you are you have the ability to build that in. But for a lot of you, you're working day jobs. You don't have the time to ride a track every single day and you have to get other things done, right? You need sound design sessions. So how can you build some sort of schedule or routine with time management where you know maybe you're touching your DAW and you're doing sound design a couple hours a week, right? You're doing two sessions a week, two different days, an hour each each time. But then it's the same for building content for your social media stuff. Maybe Saturdays are your content brainstorm ideas where you're going to think of over the next two weeks, what kind of content you want to create. And you prioritize that content list of what's the most important thing, what's the easiest thing I can get done that provides the most value. And then Sunday is going to be your day of getting all of that content together. And then Monday, you're going to spend two hours to schedule all of that content. So this is how you can start building that sort of habit or that time management schedule of you're going to do this thing every week or every two weeks that's going to build off of the, this greater work of, of, of stuff that you're actually doing. So, And then it's the same with maybe maybe you're not riding a track every every single day, but every day you're going in and practicing for an hour, right? You're practicing melodies, you're practicing chords. Maybe you're just fucking around and practicing writing eight bar loops. That's okay. An idea may come out of that and you can go, okay, I'm going to put that on the back burner because Fridays at 6 p.m. is when I actually start writing track a track for about four hours. This is how you build that scheduled routine where you know what to expect. You know what you need to get done by that specific day of when you want to write the track, right? Maybe you want to go in being like, I need 10 new sounds. Well, these are my days I do sound design. So I need to make sure that 
I'm proactive during those points of the day so that come Friday at 6 p.m. when I start writing my track, I have those new sounds that I can play around with and I can be as creative as possible in those moments. You can't be in that mind space if you don't have a routine built for yourself and some sort of schedule with time management involved to get to, to be in that the most creative space possible. Otherwise, it's, it's kind of random and it's difficult to get things done. And you go into sessions being like, uh, I don't really want to be here. I don't really know what to do. I guess I'll fuck around with this. And you play around for 30 minutes and then you just exit the dog and go, I'm going to go do something else. I'm going to go play video games or watch something or scroll Instagram or TikTok for an hour. And then maybe I'll come back. And sometimes you do come back, but also sometimes you don't. So because, you know, because of that, you don't have enough discipline within your time management and the schedule that you built. And you need to reestablish that schedule and build something out, something else out. And, and really, the, not everyone's schedule is going to be the same. Not everyone's time management is going to be the same. I've gone through a lot of different time management systems to and read different books on time management and listen to podcasts and videos on how to build schedules. And I've taken, it's similar to steal like an artist, right? I've taken bits and pieces from all these different things I've listened to and read and heard. And I've started to establish my own thing that works for me in the best way possible. And that's really what it's going to look like for you guys is it's, you're probably not going to mimic the exact same schedule as mine as you would with some other person or your, your girlfriend or your, your parents. Like It's not going to be the same and that's okay. And that's what you should strive for. You should, you should strive for an original time management schedule that works the best way for you to where you can be the most productive that you could possibly be in the shortest amount of time. And that's really the ideal goal here. And with that comes this idea of sunk, the sunk cost fallacy as well that I want, want to get into. So if you don't know what the sunk cost fallacy is, it's really the idea of getting into something, whether you're spending X amount of time or X amount of dollars, and you, you feel forced in needing to do that thing because you've invested something into it. Um, a, a great example is, you know, m- maybe you buy a course that's $150 and you start going through it. And a lot of it's very basic information that you already know. And you think, well, maybe I should quit this because it doesn't feel right. I don't feel like I'm learning everything I need to. But a part of you goes, well, I shouldn't quit because I spent this amount of money on it. So I should just get through it because you never know. I might get, I might learn something out of it. And so instead of, instead of quitting, right, maybe the course takes you 200 hours to complete. Instead of quitting, and going and doing something else with that 200 hours that might be more productive, you go, I'm going to spend that 200 hours on uh, working in this course that you might not actually get anything out of. But you think it's productive and you're doing something good because you already spent this amount of money on it. That's a sunk cost fallacy. It's sunk cost. It doesn't matter if the money is spent and you can't get it refunded. It doesn't ma- the money does not play a factor anymore. It's sunk cost. Don't don't even think about it because if you know you're not getting at, getting anything out of this, then you're just wasting time. Um, and wasting that time takes away from other things that are going to build you up in a better way, make you more successful, make you more happy, 
and push your career in a better direction. So uh, this this was pretty clear to me when I was actually going through the Dead Mouse Masterclass. You know, I I probably got ten hour or I can't I can't remember. It might have been like four hours into the masterclass, and I was like, well. I'm not really learning anything out of this. It's, it really just seemed like we were just taking a look at Dead Mouse's studio and what his DAW looks like and his sound design. And, and that was really it. Like there wasn't there wasn't much to learn out of it. But I felt like I had, you know, I'd spent like $75 on it or $80. And I was thinking, well, that's a lot of money for me at this time. I need to go through this thing. And I spent however many hours that I did going through it and it really kind of was a waste of time. Like I, I didn't really get anything good out of it. There wasn't anything that I was like, Oh wow, I'll remember that forever. Um, or that was very important to what I was doing. And so it was some cost. I should have just dropped it and moved on to the next thing. So, and this can be you. You can you can look at the sunk cost fallacy in many things. If you if you're starting to invest a lot of time into building a relationship with someone that you realize you might not want to continue working with them professionally, but you've already spent so much time on building this relationship, fuck that. No, don't spend that time and energy on that person. Go spend it on something more productive, something that's going to help you out even more. If you're continuing a project you're just not happy with, I see this day in and day out with so many producers where they go, yeah, I've spent like 30 hours on this project and I just can't get in the right. I'm like, stop, cut your fucking losses, move on to the next thing. It's okay. You tried, you did as much as you can out of that, but fucking drop it and move on to the next thing. Like you don't have time to sit here and play with a track for 30 hours and it go, it's going nowhere. You need to drop that and move on to the next thing because there's bigger and better things over the horizon. You have to move on to that. Um, so, so don't... I, I think that's where you're going to see this a lot more with people where they'll go, well, I've spent all this time on it. I don't want to give up on it. Well, it doesn't matter. You can't get that time back. All you can do is improve your time management from, from now on. And the best thing for your time management is to move on to the next thing. Move on to the next project. Try to find out, you know, learn from your mistakes. Learn from what went wrong during that project. Was it a time management thing? Was it a sound design thing? Was it a mixing issue? What do you need to work on to put yourself in a better position from that? Um, and, and when you're looking at the sunk, sunk cost fallacy, really, you got you to be looking at it from a a logical side of every situation that you're looking at this, you know, don't, don't get caught up in your emotions and your feelings. A lot of the, a lot of what you'll feel when you're experiencing the sunk cost fallacy is feelings of guilt and maybe regret or possibly FOMO. And when you get caught up in those emotions, they, they just emotionally drain the hell out of you. It's hard to get anything done. It's hard to get any, get that stuff off your mind. And so you have to look at things logically and think, okay, what is, what's the issue at hand? Why do I feel a certain way? And what's the logical side uh, of this thing? Am I just feeling this way because I, I invested X amount of time into it or invest X amount of dollars? Well, what's the real benefit that I'm going to get out of it? And looking at the, the cost benefit is going to be able to help you make a better decision. Now, Especially when you're spending money, you have to look at it 
in a, well, can I get a refund? I can. Okay, sweet. Well, let's get a refund and spend that money and time on something better. If you can't, don't even look at the money then if you can't get a refund because the, it doesn't matter anymore. All that matters is making sure that you're not wasting more time. So that is it for today's episode, guys. Quick episode on talking about some time management, saving you time, building habits, building a schedule so that you can be more productive, get more shit done. So head to enviousaudio.com episode 91 to check out the show notes. I'll talk to you guys next time. Take care.